today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Call is up now for the uh, Trudeau government's proposed Canada Disability Benefit Act uh, to be strengthened. Uh, there are some weaknesses in it uh, that I think uh, were Sean uh, uh, through as, uh, as the public meetings uh, in Ottawa uh, a couple of days ago started to carry through. And a number of people raised some concerns about that, including our next guest. Uh, he, of course, is David Lepofsky. David is the chair of the Accessibility for Ontarians with Disabilities Act Alliance. Uh, David, great to have you back on the program. Thanks so much for the time today. Always good to talk to you. I'm looking at some of the bullet points of some of the stuff that uh, that you and your organization raised about this, and <laughs> there's some some glaring deficiencies here uh, uh, with the proposed act as it is right now. Uh, especially the let's start with this one right here. S- sets no minimum amount for the Canadian disability benefit or a date for the government to start paying it. Uh, so, in other words, th- they could assess your situation and say, "Okay, David, you're going to get five bucks a month. Uh, you know, go have a good life." And and the, the, where are the parameters here? Where are the guardrails? There aren't any, and that's one of the concerns. The The federal government is to be commended for saying that they want to lift people with disabilities uh, out of poverty uh, across the country because disproportionately, far too many people with disabilities live in poverty, and so they want to create a new federal benefit called the Canada Disability Benefit that's going to top up your provincial benefits uh, with the aim of lifting you out of poverty. But every effort we've made at ensuring that the amount paid will actually do that um, has run into roadblocks from the uh, Trudeau government. Uh, they basically said, leave it to cabinet to decide everything. Uh, trust us. And response, which I gave to the Senate last uh, Thursday, was trust but verify. We We need some protections in the law to ensure that the amount is sufficient to lift people out of poverty, to ensure that they actually start paying it, and significantly to ensure that another future government doesn't kind of go into a secret cabinet meeting and and gut the thing without any debate or vote in parliament. So we've been trying to get some basic safeguards built into it. Uh, Needless to say, it's been a challenge. Uh, because they look after themselves. I mean, you know, we we all know, of course, that you know when members look at uh, members of parliament look at their their salaries first of all, their benefit program, and even their pensions. There are regular raises that are incorporated into the legislation. There are there are uh, cost of living allowances for this too, indexed to inflation. I mean, they, they've covered all the bases there. They they don't seem to have applied any of that to to this legislation. Well, I, I think they really do want to lift people out of poverty, I, 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 and and credit to them for for doing so, and credit to the opposition parties for saying that's a good idea, but your legislation is too weak. So what we've tried to do, uh, but but the the fact is, I think that this is it looks like this is driven by we want all the policy decisions to be made by cabinet. Now remember that. In the uh, parliament right now, the, the Trudeau liberals have a minority of votes, but in cabinet, they have all the votes. And our concern is another government could get elected in the future, which has a minority in the House of Commons, but which has all the votes in cabinet that's decided, hey, this is not a priority. We don't need to lift people out of poverty anymore. And they can achieve that through the stroke of a pen signed in in a secret ca- closed cabinet meeting uh, with no public accountability. And and so we want some safeguards built in. We, we think they've got the right intention. They've just got a law that's way too weak. So I had the privilege of appearing before the House of Commons uh, last fall to try to get some amendments. We got a few, but not enough. And now we're at the Senate trying to get amendments. The Senate will be voting on those. So we understand 
uh, Wednesday or Thursday if senators bring them forward, and we're, we're hoping that they will. How are you doing with the, the one that I, I think raises a lot of concern here? Uh, the, the way they're talking about it right now, the benefit can only be paid to what they call working age people with disabilities, which basically means if you past 65 or if you're retired, uh, that you don't qualify anymore. Uh, first of all, if I'm 66 and decide to retire, my disability is still with me. You know, I don't leave that at the door yeah, when I dis- walk out. Disability poverty doesn't end uh, at 65. People's uh, blindness or autism or whatever doesn't, or intellectual disability doesn't vanish. Uh, and and so we've said that you got to do better. Now, the problem we face is a parliamentary procedure problem, which is, according to the rules of parliament, the government's bill aims at working age people, uh, so we can't get around that. So what we've come up with as what I hope is a reasonable option is we've said, okay, let's define working age, and let's define it as at least 70, and cabinet could raise it beyond that. that now, that's not because 70 is the end of being a working age person, but at least let's get a down payment on seniors um, and then we'll push to get cabinet to raise it further. That's just an effort for by us to work within the parameters that we are stuck with, with parliamentary procedure. So that's one of our proposals. You wanna limit it to working age people? Fine, let's define working age as at least 70. Cabinet can't go lower than that, but cabinet could go higher. That's our proposal. Got about a minute left here. Let me ask you on procedure again, if we could, David. And, and we saw this happen, for instance, with the online streaming bill that just passed. Uh, it, back and forth between Parliament and the Senate. The Senate came back and said, no, no, we don't like this. Here's our recommendations. Uh, some of them were received. Are you are you confident that you're going to get a sympathetic ear from the Senate and that they, they may try to make some alterations here? Let me just tell you this. The thing about appearing before the House of Commons is when you're in front of a standing committee of the House of Commons, those MPs from all the parties, they got marching orders from their parties. When you appear before senators, they're kind of independent actors. They can listen and they can do something if they feel it's worth doing. And so we've done our best to try to persuade them to pass amendments, not that are going to rewrite this thing from top to bottom, but are going to make uh, minor, uh, I shouldn't say minor, but high impact, least intrusive adjustments that we could get through the House of Commons if the Senate approves them. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hoping we'll be successful. But um, ask me after Wednesday. Uh, we will do that. We are going to follow up on this with you too, David. Thank you for the great work that you're doing on this in advocacy to uh, to try to get a better deal here. And uh, we will uh, follow up in the next couple of days and see how things are going. But thanks for the time today. Thanks so much. Take care. David Lepofsky, Chair of the Accessibility for Ontarians with Disabilities Alliance. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.